welcome to another episode of MT Chairs and MT Tables, your musical theatre podcast from the team here at Anglia Ruskin University. I'm Sean, with me is Ryan and Adam. Hello! I think this is going to be our... (laughs) Hello Adam, welcome to the show. Hello. You just wanted to get in and say hello. I did, well I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah. And then Ryan missed his. I wasn't, I was being polite. Don't... Don't miss your cue, but be generous to your performers. Things that may come out later in today's show, because we're going to be talking about opening nights, because there's a big week of opening nights here at uh, Anglia Ruskin University. Uh, so, but we're also going to talk about uh, my favourite sings. We've got a special show, special jukebox musical today, which I don't think we've done a jukebox yet, have we? On I don't the think we show? have, and it's very ironic that it's Ryan Murphy who's talking about the jukebox musical. And it's <laughs> just crazy, crazy times. And uh, and I've made the quiz for today. I think it's a good link. It's a good link for the quiz. It's Gonna make you go really? Is that true? Oh, okay, so, uh, oh, so so we're never gonna get it. Wait, no, no, you say. can get it. It's gettable. Okay. I think it's gettable. I think it's gettable. Uh, so yes, so we're gonna start off by talking about opening nights because uh, if you've been listening to the show over the past few weeks, you'll know that um, our two productions, um, Bear, a pop opera, and You're in Town, are both opening this week. And uh, we've just had Adam, you and I, we just had our final studio run yes. with students, uh, which went very well. They did a very good job. It went, it went very well. I think the opening nights in education settings remind me of that gag from the producers which which I talked about in my favourite things which they have a, a sign specially made for Max Bialstock which is opening night closing night and sometimes student performances go in a flash so I think Bear has two performances is that right? Uh, we three, have but we ha- well, we have two public performances yeah. and then we're doing two matinees that are open for students and staff. Oh, lovely. And then and you're in town, we have five. And we've got five. It's, regardless, yeah. very short runs, uh, which is part of the charm, I guess. Yeah, and, um, and production weeks are always exciting. They're always a bit tense. They're always a bit nerve-wracking. So we thought we'd talk about uh, what do you do for opening nights because we're all, uh, we're all professionals and performers here. So uh, what are your tips? What are your tips for opening night as a performer? What should you be thinking about? How do you get through it? How do you make sure it's the best it can be? Mm. Well, I always do a pre-show poo. <laughs> Right, num. I was gonna say number one. It's more of a number two. <laughs> Very good. It's true. It's honestly because if you don't, you it's the first thing that comes into your mind. You're, you're asking for trouble on the you stage. Are, oh. You are. You can't. And you can't concentrate, can you? Thank if you. Things going Thank on. you. So yes, I that I'm, I'm not going to lie about it. That's what I have to do. Okay. <laughs> I would say, I would say, uh, get some rest um, because most product. I mean, you would have finished tech. Right, so the week before, mm. or the um, day before, or you know, a couple of days before. Yeah, yes, yeah. so you're absolutely exhausted um, as a performer. You're being told what to do, where to stand, whatever, in hot lights, blah blah blah. So get to bed early, and I always say to students, drink a pint of water as soon as you get up. As soon as you get up, mm. get that hydration going yep. immediately. That's one of my tips. And well, then, sh- and then sh- make sure sh- you just just on that. I mean, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but Sean, you spoke really interestingly to our cast about hydration and how long it takes to get into your system. Yeah. So I was uh, looking into a lot of research about this, and and it really does seem like hydration is something that we should all think about over days and days rather than hours. It's not something you you can't just. You certainly can't just drink uh, a load of water 20 minutes before a performance and expect to be hydrated. You know, you will just pee it out. Your body won't absorb it fully. And it certainly won't make its way around to your voice because uh, your body will make sure that all your vital organs are hydrated first before it worries about your vocal folds. Um, 
so yeah, it's, it's something to think about over days. I always uh, would think about, you know, what I've eaten the night before. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Sean's... <laughs> I so, realise what I'm doing. I can't even speak. Sean's fingering my um, <laughs> my wire. Yeah, <laughs> Sean thought he was playing with his own headphone cord. He's writing an edit point in here, but no, we're. I think we should keep it in. Really, it's quite funny. Keeping this in. Sean okay, was yeah, sorry. playing with his headphone cord, not knowing it, it was my fingers, not knowing it was Ryan's, <laughs> and I was slowly coming onto slowly the table, slowly getting pulled across the table. <laughs> sorry, Ryan. No, I'm it's absolutely fine, Sean. <laughs> made a mockery of my very uh, <laughs> academic scholarly you points. Can, you can tell we're nearing the end of the season. <laughs> end of term. End of season. Uh, no, okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Think about it over days. Think about what you eat to the night before don't eat like a really big meal that's going to dry you out dehydrate you anything like that have lots of salads and things like that in the week running up yeah. the days running up to your show that gives you a better chance of being hydrated because you know hydration i can't remember what the figures work out abs but it's something like you know 40 percent is liquids but another 40 percent is actually food and then something like 20 percent is your body taking what liquid is already in there so um foods are very important as well as as well as liquids uh, so yeah, think about hydration over days. I would say when you get to that opening night, um, trust the work you've done in the rehearsal, in the mm -hmm. rehearsal room. Um, think about, go out there and try to tell a story. I think your aim is really important because if you go out there and try to sound good or get everything right or you know hit your blocking, that's probably the wrong aim to get you to perform at your best. Whereas if you go out and think, tell a story, uh, connect with an audience, that will put you in a better, that will give you a better focus. And enjoy that the audience is there because they're the final piece of the puzzle, right? I mean, you know, you'll have done lots of rehearsals in a room where there's been very little reaction or almost no reaction or people hear the gags, you know, 10 hundred times because it's in rehearsals. And now you've got a fresh audience in, fresh eyes, fresh ears. Enjoy the communication that happens between the performers and the audience. I think that's, that's a really important point. With a longer run, you, you start with previews, of course. Um, and I feel like sometimes that the audience coming in is, is overlooked because you, you do a show that's not ready. It's not ready to go on. <laughs> yeah. And the audience come in and you're like, oh my goodness, the, the thousand people there or whatever. And you sort of, then you move on to notes and you start working notes. And it's like, we, we never really thought about the fact that we just did that in front of people until you press. So I think in these shows where you have a, a very short performance time, it's really important to, to relish that um, and really enjoy the audience. And get some alone time. Um, you know, yeah. like b before you go on stage, um, that was something that was taught to me years ago. I, I still remember it though, which is just focusing your mind mentally as a performer before you go on stage, find time to be alone. Um, you know, it sort of helps with, you know, making your performance a little bit more authentic, I think, because you've had time to think about the character, think about your character's trajectory in the show and all that sort of stuff. So I would say take some time for yourself as a performer to just focus the mind and be ready, you know. And embrace the nerves as well. Yeah. Because they're going to be there, definitely. But that's good. That's the little adrenaline boost mm. that you need. And sometimes second nights are harder, right? Because you've done it once and then there's Absolutely. there's less nerves. And, uh, and it, it's harder to kind of work yourself up into that performance um, kind of energy. 
Hmm. And then things can fall a little bit flat as a result of that. So enjoy those first nights. Or nerves. can fall on your head. Yeah. You know, so, you know, be prepared for anything because something always goes wrong, doesn't it? Either an actor forgets their lines or, you know, a par can or Fresnel will hit you in the face or there might be a fire. You know, who knows? Something so unexpected. <laughs> something unexpected will happen. And that's the joy. And audience, audiences love that, right? They, yes. They love that when things go slightly yeah, wrong once. That's okay. Yeah. Things going a lot wrong all the time becomes really tedious. <laughs> but yeah, a little bit of a little bit of um, the unexpected lifts things up. Mm. So good luck opening nights. Uh, I'm sure everything's going to be brilliant. Let's move on then and talk about my favourite things because we're going to talk about <laughs> Ryan. Tell us about your show. This is highly unusual because it is technically a jukebox musical. And for anyone that knows me, knows that I detest jukebox, jukebox musicals because they're usually a pile of wank, okay? <laughs> um, uh, sorry, everybody, but it's true. Uh, ABBA, so, uh, so Mamma Mia, I do not like. We Will Rock um, You? We Will Rock You is, is, is better. But I think even the people that work on We Were Rock You, you know, Stuart, yeah, yeah. <laughs> including, <laughs> would say that the storyline is very, um, it's thin, okay? Yes. It's thin, guys. Uh, so, I mean, I love Queen and I love ABBA, so it's nothing against the music. I just find that um, with, with a lot of jukebox musicals, things feel like they've been put together because of these standalone songs, which is often what happens. So therefore, it's quite difficult to find a story which is um, engaging, which is, you know, has a lot of meaning. Um, so they're usually quite superficial. However, <clears throat> I'm going to sound like such a hypocrite now because I haven't watched this musical. <laughs> I just love the music. I absolutely love it. So this is Bullets Over Broadway, the musical, based on the film of the same title by Woody Allen. And the, the libretto was written by Woody Allen as well for the musical. Um, it is a jukebox musical because it uses songs from the 1920s and it's revamped. So all of the songs sound really excellent. They've been orchestrated by the brilliant Doug Besterman, who also was... The music supervisor for the producers. Oh, yes, fun. yes. Yeah. So a little, Phil little fact for you. Phil um, he's done Mary Poppins Returns, Beauty and the Beast, the film. So you know he has he has a lot of work under his belt. He's an amazing orchestrator, and that is probably one of the reasons why I love this music so much because it is so incredibly rich texturally. Um, there's so much color in the music, and I love the vocal arrangements as well. They are just they just pop. So. These songs that are based on 1920s jazz standards or what have you, um, they've all been sort of revamped. So let's hear one now. You are so good to me. What have I been saying? And remember, I want to be a star. I want to play Lady Macbeth like I did in Union City, only this time not in pasties. Baby, ain't I good to you? that so i know nice, do you know yeah. what's really lovely about that and this is something that uh, uh, 
I sort of love in music, which is the fact the piano is quite prominent in yes. all of the in all of the songs. So, and you don't usually get that; it's usually hid, isn't it, or not used at all in the, orchestral. The only time I can think of it is Chicago, where you you actually have two. It's pianos. exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds exactly like that. Actually, some of the way that that, that Doug sort of put that Doug, like I know him, <laughs> has a. <laughs> friend of the show <laughs> yeah has put together the pieces i mean it's just an absolutely amazing i love it um the other th the other song that he does that with as well is um is uh the the overture sorry not song overture um and he has the piano quite prominent in that as well but i just think that the the lyrics as well everything about this i mean it's very tongue-in-cheek it's very very tongue-in-cheek um here is an example of this is I, I I love this song. I think it's Do really you? funny. Were well, you sang it in your in the office? I was like, what on earth is that? Let's <laughs> have a listen to it's a bit the rude. hot dog song. I want a hot dog for my roll. I want it hot. I don't want it cold. Give me a big one. That's what I said. I want it so it will fit my bread. I want a hot <laughs> I dog. It. I love it. <laughs> Subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah, that's so fun. It is really fun. It is fun, isn't it? Yeah, and it's and clever. she sells it. Good for her. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> she does sell it. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, some people might might listen to that and think, oh, it's a bit tacky, a bit cheesy, whatever. But it's purposefully written that way. Mm. So it's kitsch, but it's 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 supposed to be, you know. And I guess if you can see past <laughs> the sexual innuendos, it's a really good song when you listen Why to it. Why would I mean, you want to see past that? Well, Come you know, now. some people might be a little bit. Oh, I don't okay. Know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you know the song builds to an absolute climax. I mean, it shows a brilliant range for a female soprano belter. Um, you know, so it's it's you know it's a great song. And I'll stop there. <laughs> also, I love that kind of harmonising oh, for, for close, guys close, in yeah. the chorus. Yeah, it's, it's a great sound. Like we were saying with the other number as well. It, you'd get a lot out of it musically when you're seeing this show because it is just so on point for that time, that era, that style of music, real quality stuff. Yeah, I think it's described as sort of a raunchy, doesn't take itself too seriously, musical with yeah. glitz and glamour. And it is exactly that. It's a comedy show, it's a comedy musical. It's not trying to be anything that it's it's not. It's clearly what it says, you know, what it what it says on the on the tin, sort of the hot you know, dog can. The hot dog can. And absolutely, <laughs> yes. Uh and of course and the the end of the musical we've got a, a well known tune which is Yes We Have No Bananas. Just a, just a random, crazy, yeah. makes no sense. Uh, I don't know if it makes sense of the show. I haven't seen the show. I love how you're doing a segment on something you've Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just talking about the music. I love the music. I think, you know, it's probably out there for people to see on YouTube or, or what have you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love the music. Please go and listen to it if you don't know it and enjoy how silly it is. A quick note on casting mm. because uh, I'm seeing here with the, the soundtrack moment that Zach Braff was yeah, in there Scrubs. from Scrubs. And those who are Scrubs fans, uh, to which I definitely was, and from my memory, it was season six, episode six, was Sacred Heart, the musical, which sounded something like this. <laughs> 
Dr. Kelso, I'm delighted that you came. So the doctors say you fainted and you don't know what's to blame. Well, put your mind at ease. There's no ill we can't outsmart on behalf of all who work here. Welcome to Sacred Heart. Which I must say is a fantastic show. Oh my show. God. Was that, was that the old guy singing? It was. The grumpy yeah, guy Kelso. that punches everyone in the yeah. face. He's got quite a nice... He characterful d- voice, he does. isn't and he? There, wow. is a so- there is a song from this uh, show which has actually become quite famous in its own right. It sounds something like this. You ask me about this thing we share And he tenderly replies It's guy love between two guys Never heard that in my life. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> Where is that from? It's from the, It's from my musical. There's a whole musical episode, like Buffy. Right. Yeah, the um, Buffy, I was going to say, I love it when American TV shows do this. They usually have the talent to do it because yeah. they've got a lot of triple oh threat performers wow. in the cast. But the Buffy musical is amazing. It and is. Even though a lot of the cast can't sing, they just yeah. go for it. And, uh, and fair play to Joss Whedon. He did some great stuff, and of course, the guys who you know who went on to write Book of Mormon were writing musical episodes for South Park and uh, and team. I and think team they wrote that. that as well, actually. Did they? I will, write, I will they? double check, but um, yeah, my musical from Scrubs. Oh, very good, very good. Well, there you go. Well, thank you, Ryan, for your uh, unexpected jukebox musical. I know it'll never happen again. <laughs> never. <laughs> now uh, we're going to move on to the quiz, but before we do that, Adam has now found out whether we have whether he was right about uh, the Book of Mormon writers writing my musical, Adam. So yeah, I, I was right. Um, that not only did they write um, the the Scrubs musical, but they wrote Avenue Q, Book of Mormon, Frozen, um, and. So this is, sorry, I should have said this, Robert Lopez, um, who is the songwriter for this. Uh, and not only did they do that, but television-wise, my musical, they also did uh, Central Park, which is one of my favourite programmes just now on Apple TV, which is a musical series. Um, they did WandaVision, they did that that musical oh. section there. Uh, South Park as well, um, and Wonder Pets, which I don't really know, but hey-ho. Uh, so there we are. I was right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now it's quiz time. I'm back in the chair for as quiz master this week. Uh, there is a link. There is oh, a three I'm point, terrible at the link. Three-point link, if you can get it, that links all ten of these songs. Uh, in the meantime, you just need the show. The show will lead you to the link. <laughs> all right, great. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I used to love heroes. Oh, heroes. One of great yeah, I agree. And then I agree. it just... Uh, Down hell. <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, so here we go then. Uh, Here's song one. What is this show? And here I am, my heart breaking, forced to glitter. Me. Forced. Candide. It is Candide, and of course it's Glitter and Be Gay. Okay, here's song two. Was that Barbara Cook? It was. They believe everything they read in the papers about us cruddy JDs. So that's what we give them. Something to believe At in. me. Hey, you! You actively scared me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ryan? I'm probably wrong. Is it Guys and Dolls? You are wrong. Um, it's not Guys and oh, Dolls. Okay, okay. Oh. I would like a bit more, A bit please. more? Who, me, Officer Krupke? Yeah, oh, me! Oh, me. Oh, no, West I said story. it. Yeah, but you've already had a guess. I d- that story. doesn't work that way. It's West Side Story. <laughs> it is West Side Story. <laughs> is it, maybe we should freeze people out. Oh, okay. Here's number three. I me! Me! Yep. Oh my god, is it Patty? <laughs> it is Patty. You're taking too long, Gypsy. It's Gypsy, you asshole! 
three my games God. taking too long. 3-0. Is it though? 3 Yes, it is. I'm because sorry. Sean knew that I knew it anyway because it's Patty, so it belongs to me. Okay, here's song four. Sore loser. Me. Me. Oh, Ryan, just. Oliver. Yes, it is. Who will song was? No, it, it wasn't Who Will Buy. It was. It wasn't. D, 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 D. Oh, it's not. It's um, one boy, it's boy for sale. Boy for sale. Boy for sale. Going cheap. Adam is livid, listeners. His face. He's like, I, think I can't got, believe I'm I losing. I think I have a link, though. 4 nil to Ryan. Here's number five. This is tough. I recognise this. Me. Yeah, right. I'm going to be very... I don't know what the word is. Um, Incorrect. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's not Saigon, is it? It's not Saigon. I see where you were going. Jembe. So, what should we do now? Me? It's not the band's visit, is it? It's what? The band's visit? No. 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 Is it me? It's not Bendham like Beckham, is it? No. <laughs> Potentially. Let's back. I'm pretty sure the title of that music was not Bend Them Like Beckham. Is it, what is it? Bend it. <laughs> it's <laughs> I know this. M- me. Is it Fiddler? No. no. Oh. Again, I can see where you're going from. It's a Hal Prince show. Me. I don't know it. It's not. It's not. Is it sometime? No, it's no. not, is it? It's no, not no, 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 no. I, I, no, I no. don't know. Uh, no, don't say it, Sean. Just play a little bit more. For the bit benefit more. of our listeners, we should probably move on. <laughs> no, okay. no, just I'll one little bit you, more. I'll give you another 10 seconds. Um, me. Yeah. I'm going to give it one more go. Okay. It's not a Jerry Herman musical, is it? Mm, Milk and Honey? No. Oh, no. Zorba. What's oh. it? Zorba at the musical. Okay, this is easier. Me. me. <laughs> oh, that was a me again. Heat. It's me, Grease. Uh, no. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Gonna give that to Adam. For sure. How <laughs> can you? We said it at the same time. Yeah, but then you then you were like, always. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't. I said me again. He hesitates. Okay, uh, here's number seven. It's me. Me, Peppin. Yes. Very good. Let's see if you get this one. Me. Is it Roger Hammerstein musical? Nope. Oh fuck. <laughs> Me, band's visit. No, <laughs> just, it's because you look to me. Now, the you band's look, visit is not. You look to me as if like, oh, you've already oh, said God. this one. <laughs> it's the day of the rat, my lord. There are four days remaining, and I see you're entertaining. But we should have a chat, me. my lord. <clears throat> is it Pacific Overtures? It is Pacific oh, well Overtures. Done. Well done, Ryan. Thanks. Well done. There's there, if, listen to that song. There's some great rhymes in it. Ladies Me. and gentlemen, Adam Chicago. 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 It is no, Chicago. I got it before you. It boom, is boom, Chicago. boom. Adam, if you get this, you can still win. 
Well, I can still win with the three points, can I? You could tie. <sighs> Depends if Ryan gets it. Here we go. Here's the last song. Hello. Mm-hmm. Me. Sunday in the Pirate Charge. No, you can't say it. <laughs> I hate you. I actually hate you so much. Okay, Bernadette so it was Bernadette Pieces. Of course it was. Bernadette. <laughs> so, with the scores at Ryan 5 and Adam 3, does anyone know the link between Candide, West Side Story, Gypsy, Oliver, Zorba, Grease, Pippin, Pacific Overtures, Chicago, and Sunday in the Park with George? This is really hard. Because you start us off in a Sondheim falsify, but then you get Greece. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Sondheim wasn't involved <laughs> with Greece. Nothing to do with Greece. Is it something to do with countries? It's not something to do with countries. It's not geographical. Nope. Okay. It's to do with uh, how well they were appreciated when they were released. Oh, that's good. That's, that's no help at all, is it? No. Zero. Are you, are you Is it something to do with the New York Times? No. Mm. It's to do with awards. The Tonys. It's to do with Tonys. Uh, they the, none of them received a Tony. They didn't receive the no. best new musical Tony. Almost. They didn't receive the best new score Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were all runners up. For best musical, they oh, you don't get that. You don't get that. Well, hold on a second. No, you don't get that point. So when I said, so, I've so when won. I said they did not win <laughs> the best new musical, yeah, but lots of musicals don't win. But yeah, he's no, he doesn't nominated. get it. He doesn't win. Oh, he doesn't win. He's cheated anyway, <laughs> listeners. He has cheated by just blurting out the answer. I'm fuming. I feel like in a quiz, blurting out the answer is the whole. No, but there's a rule. There's a structure. <laughs> That's why we have me. Oh, we didn't do me. We didn't do our me's. <laughs> That's where it all went down. Uh, <laughs> That's where it all went wrong. So, uh, Candide was beaten by My Fair Lady. Oh. West Side Story did not win Best Musical. It was beaten by The Music Man. Oh, well. Well, that's, that's a yeah. good show. Uh, Gypsy didn't win Best Musical. It was beaten by... It was beaten in a year where there was a double winner. But Patty did get Best Actress. Did she? <laughs> yeah, in a musical. In, <laughs> not, not back in 1960. No, 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 <laughs> no. When it was revived in 2008. So Gypsy was beaten by The Sound of Music and... Fiorello. Oh. Anyone, oh. anyone know anything from Fiorello? I never heard of it, but it was a joint winner. Uh, Oliver didn't win. It lost out to A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Mm-hmm. That excellent Sondheim mm-hmm. show. Uh, which I really love. You these said guys that, with, <laughs> these said guys that with a lot of irony. I, I love it, but these guys hate <laughs> it. Uh, Zorba didn't win. It lost out to 1776. Yes, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's a Rogers and Hammerstein musical. Is it good? Sh- uh, is it? Yes. Is it not? I don't think so. Hang on. Um, can you can we check? It says the music was by Sherman Edwards. Maybe not. <laughs> so I don't think so. <laughs> Didn't they write a musical uh, so. with a date in it? Yeah. Roger War one. Son. Oh no, I'm thinking of Allegro. That's which has nothing to do with numbers. <laughs> Time signature, is that what you're thinking? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Uh so Greece didn't win. Greece lost out to Two Gentlemen of Verona. Boo. Another great show. Uh Pippin lost out to a little night music. Mm. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Chicago and Pacific Overtures were nominated in the same year and lost out to a chorus line. Well, then, <sighs> that is shocking. Yeah. And Sunday in the Park with George lost out to La Cage Fall. A great oh. show. I really like how but you said But is it as good that. as Sunday in the Park with George? It's oh, more accessible. Um, it's great. Mm, yeah. Anyway, okay. Jerry Herman's got to win something. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, excitingly, that is uh, it from us here. We're going to bring you one more show this series. And we're hoping to bring it to you from the Big Apple. We're going to be in New York on Broadway for our final show of the season in a couple of weeks. So we won't see you next week, but we will see you the week after that. Until then, from all of us here, have a lovely time. <laughs> you said that as if we were supposed to know what you were saying. Have a lovely time. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>